blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. Several have done that today. You continue doing it. 918-262-5072 here on the Blitz 1170. Bryce Alts in the next room. I'm Rick Corey. We're both in Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio downtown here at Griffin Media right across from Guthrie Green. You see Mattress Mac lost another 500K. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, it's he doesn't a br- really... It's a brush off the shoulder, right? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, to him, I mean, <laughs> come on. He's lighting cigars with that, right? Uh, he lost 500000 on three separate Texas bets. Mm. One is on the Texas money line, and the other on the Texans to win the Super Bowl. You know, that's fine. I mean, he, he's got the money. He can do what he wants, and he gets to bet what he wants and all that kind of stuff. I wanted to have this conversation, and I don't know. Pop and Colby might have had it yesterday. Kevin Durant is mad because he believes he belongs in the GOAT conversation with Jordan and LeBron. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't read into that, but I saw that headline going around. <laughs> That's all I can do is laugh. <laughs> He's a really good player. Yeah. He is. He's skilled. He was great to watch here in Oklahoma City, and he's still fun to watch now. Guy still got as smooth as Silk Jumper. He's pretty remarkable, right? Mm-hmm. Is he Michael and LeBron? No. Right. <laughs> and the kind of ego it takes to believe you're in that category. Now, I like the confidence, uh-huh. but the the ego, and, and his, he says, why shouldn't I be in that? What's the question you should ask? What, you know, why not? What haven't I done? And, and then he said, was it because I went to the Warriors? Well, look, he said he wanted to win a title. He left and he won a title. Mm-hmm. You weren't the only guy on the team. Right. <laughs> and and yeah, you want a title out there. And were you part of it? Sure. Would they have won those titles without you? Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think for he a second just without came him. off of winning one. <laughs> yeah. You think without him? <laughs> right. Two years earlier. Yeah. You, you think without him, Steph doesn't get other titles? Come on. Kevin Durant is the most off, probably the most offensively gifted player I think there is. I will say that. I think he's the most offensively gifted player in terms of his stature and what he's able to do. But when you look at his resume in comparison to MJ and LeBron, I could almost I could almost start to make a comparison about LeBron going to South Beach, mm-hmm. you know, and his uh, similar um, need for a ring mm-hmm. and making that super team kind of the first guy to do that. But he really redeemed himself with the the Cleveland team mm-hmm. and coming back home and, and winning a title there and obviously just his resume and how fast he climbed over the NBA ranks. So it's like I respect Kevin Durant's game and mm-hmm. I think he is he is one of the greatest. But it's like, yeah, to try to like throw yourself as why am I being talked about with LeBron and MJ? It's like, dude, just be you're one of the greatest, period. Just let it let it be, you know? Would you put him in the all time top ten? Now, remember, when if I, I if I had to go down it, and of course, there are guys like, you know, Larry Bird and stuff who and magic who I didn't really see, you know, I that, to, that was going to be my point. There's a lot of guys you didn't see. You didn't see yeah. Wilt. You didn't see Kareem. You didn't see um, Walton. You didn't mm-hmm. see Oscar Robertson, Jerry West. You're just young. You haven't seen right. those. And so when I say all time, we're talking about a lot of coverage that none of us have. Yeah. yeah, even I go back to the '60s, but nothing much before that. I didn't see George Mikan. <laughs> we throw guys, Bob Cousy in yeah, there. I didn't throw. I didn't see. <laughs> now I've seen film of Bob Cousy. Yeah, but I didn't see Bob Cousy. But that's my point. So 
so let's say modern era players. Let's say post nineteen eighty is he top ten? Yeah, a thousand percent. Again, I, I I don't think there's anybody like him. Like he's just a very unique player. His his size. When you say stature, talking about being able to do what he can do in his size, mm-hmm. which is something we're seeing on a different level from Wimbanyana. Yeah, we're not used to seeing a guy. I mean, if you take We've Kevin Durant and grow bit. him, yeah. Right to that size, and you wouldn't have to grow him a lot, but grow him to that size, and then leave that skill set. Can still handle the ball, can still move, can still bring it up, can still shoot from three, do all those things. But to be to but to to automatically, and I don't know whether or not I have not seen the context because I've read the articles, right? But I've not seen the context of how it came up. If he was just being interviewed and started saying talking about that. Then up with a no. <laughs> yeah. Then that is one of the most ridiculously arrogant things I've ever heard. Right. Even if you believe you belong. If somebody asks him, and again, I haven't seen the context, all the articles I've said just yeah, I'm looking for are, are just telling you exactly what, you know, what happened. Then I just, I shake my head and I giggle. You know, the old, the old statement is, the old, the old saying is, if you have to tell somebody you did it, then it's probably not worth telling them because they don't care. Right. And so if somebody's talking about whatever and you just decide that you're not, you know, that you want to toss it out there, but I don't know how it came about. But, Either way, to think that you are one of those two. Now, to your point about LeBron, yeah, he went down there and had a lot of help. Then he went off to Cleveland, didn't have as much help. And Jordan never left, but he had a great organization around him that brought great players, that some of which were already there, some of which he helped finish out, and then put pieces in place. You think for a second... Most guys would have recognized Dennis Rodman fits this culture. They wouldn't <laughs> right. have. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. have for a second. If you and if you read about the guy, especially like Shaq had statements, though as it last week, ten days ago, about what a nightmare of a teammate he was. Mm. You know, the guy would after a game, Rodman we're talking about, yeah. would go in, not even shower, take off his uniform and just dress and leave to go to some party. <laughs> and he'd come in either partially not there if you will mm. before games at times but as soon as the game started he killed people and got 16 rebounds he was a board machine right <laughs> yeah and, and, and was a great teen guy on the court mm. but tell me for a second you think somebody would have looked at him looked at scotty pippen and those guys in chicago and gone yeah this guy exactly. no one would have done that no. so he, he had the example jordan did uh, the advantage of having a fantastic organization and, and and a really good head coach. For sure. Who then built that around him. But you don't blame him for that. I mean, you don't blame LeBron because Miami was loaded. Yes, that's where he got his first title. And maybe if he hadn't gotten that one in the Cleveland, we'd be having the same conversation they were having about Durant. But you don't put him with LeBron and MJ. And quite frankly, I don't put LeBron with MJ. You to me, it's yeah. MJ, and then right below <laughs> that is LeBron. That's the disparity, I think, but the, the biggest disparity between, like, our generations, right, is just that cutoff between mm-hmm. the people, and look, there are people my age and stuff who think MJ's better than LeBron and, and vice versa, maybe even that, but I, I just kind of love that conversation itself, and then you have the third wheel over here, Kevin Durant. Yeah, but you're right, it is very age-based. There's no question yeah. about that. There are going to be some outliers on both sides. Mm-hmm. Try to have this conversation with my wife. Oh, yeah? Who will kick you in the knee if you don't say anything other than MJ was the greatest. <laughs> right. Right. Because as she grows up a Carolina fan, believe it or not, oh. wanting to go to school there, she saw MJ play and the Pippen in that group play in Chicago because half of her 
almost half of her enormous family is from Chicago yeah. and still lives there. And she was up with a friend when she was in college and they got to go see MJ play. Yeah, she would kick you square in the knee or somewhere <laughs> else if she could get her foot high enough because she will tell you right now that LeBron was that guy. Now, she's 10 years younger than me, uh, but I don't know where that line would be. Mm-hmm. Maybe about the time he won the title in Miami. I don't know. I would see that. I would see that mostly. Um, the, the Arizona Republic's Dwayne Rankin asked Durant, "Why isn't he widely involved in the greatest of all time conversation?" Gotcha. Right. And well, and con- but still, it's kind of funny though because can then conveniently Kevin Durant's just like, "Great question, Dwayne." Uh, this is like <laughs> you know, and just goes right into it, even though it was prompted. Maybe, right? well, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. And if somebody asked him, it's different. If he brought it up on his own, it would have been laughable. Yeah. But because somebody brought it up, that's fine too. Still. What's the classy thing to do in that situation? You know, that, you know, I'm not yeah. the one who has those discussions. I'm just going to go out exactly. and do the best I can, play Deflect the game at the level I can, and I'll let the people who make those decisions decide that decide that for me. In the meantime, I want my game to speak for itself. Ta-da. <laughs> That's solved. Yeah, and then don't you don't go it. off sounding like, you know, you do. Why? 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 Right. Why? You know, and he's and okay because and he didn't help himself in what it was a couple of months ago when he was complaining he wasn't in the Ring of Honor at Oklahoma, in Oklahoma City. Yes, yes. Yeah, he was I, complaining I about being in the Ring of Honor or what you know the 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 honoree. You know, if Oklahoma said, "Why, why are you It's going to happen. It will, and it you deserves know. to happen. But it's going to have to be one of those things that takes a little bit. I mean, hell, they they changed the name of the city in Oklahoma, Durant, Oklahoma, for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wanted to actually. There was actually, you know, people. There were actually people down there who wanted to change the name of the city to Westbrook. <laughs> Which would have been stupid because you do know he will leave too. Yeah. Right. So let's and let's he not. Did two years <laughs> yes, later. Yes. Yes. And for what? And, but when he did, Either, yeah. there wasn't the vitriol. Right. You know, Durant had a restaurant in downtown Oklahoma City, a little mm-hmm. soul food place, and there were people who were you know putting signs up on it and spray painting the door and all that kind yeah. of garbage. Extend to, extend Toby Keith's restaurant. Make it another <laughs> location as well. Right? Just makes me I just laugh. <laughs> I just uh and I and you know I just that was not the way to handle that. I I didn't think that was a good way to handle it for him. And I feel bad because I think the guy as you said is marvelously talented. I don't think he's in the discussion with those two. But he's in that next group. Yeah. You know, you, that next group, you put guys like Shaq. And, you know, I have a problem with Shaq's game, too, quite honestly. Because mm. here a guy is who couldn't make a shot if he if he tried, had to score from two feet in, and he did. But then he complained when he and Kobe together that the offense ran through him. Yeah, the ball's got to touch the paint, and it's got to be inside there. Offense doesn't necessarily just run through you. And, yes, he was a great yeah. player because of his size. Could de- demoralize opponents oh, yeah. down yeah, there. Yeah, 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 because of his size. And he was still skilled. I understand that. But, you know, so was Wilt, so was, you know, so was Kareem, and I'd take Kareem over him. Mm. He's not the same monster inside, but his scoring and, you know. There's and, different and, levels. And Wilt was a different, was a better shot blocker. You know, Wilt was, oh a, a, especially when he was younger, my God, could the guy was a guy, an amazing shot blocker. And I think Shaq is, I love Shaq. I think he's funny. I think he's a really good human. I just have a problem with being that big and just all you do is back a guy down and dunk on him. And then, man, God, you're one of the greatest of all time. You're one of the biggest of all time <laughs> who happens to also have a skill set to go with it, and you took advantage of it, and that's great. Yeah. But I'm not putting him in my all-time top centers. I mean, mm. you, you have to in performance, I guess, when it comes to overall points, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I'm still going to go with Wilt, and I'm going to go with Kareem and, you know, some of the other big guys personally give, give before. Give you some love. Even Rod, yes, and even Robert Parrish, 
who was mm-hmm. an absolute Understood. monster in force inside. Yeah. And and yes, it will, you know, I understand what Shaq did. I get it. But yeah, I've I've always been different when it comes to those kinds of <laughs> rankings. I probably irritate people. It's eight thirty here. Well, I know I irritate people on the Blitz eleven seventy. Rick Corey and, and Bryce Hulse, who was in the other room trying to bite his tongue to tell me I'm not wrong. But you know, okay, because you don't agree, do you? You think Shaq's one of the better players? Well, yeah, but I mean, I I understand your point a little bit more though, just because. I mean, even when you look at a guy like Joel Embiid, you know, who scored 70 points last mm-hmm. night, I think he's one of the better players yeah. since Shaq in terms of dominating, like yeah. having your back to the basket and your opponent having no idea what to do, but he has different levels yes, to his does. ability, yeah, you know? He, he and I, again, I'm not trying to say that Joel Embiid is better than Shaq. I'm just saying that it's interesting to look at that conversation mm-hmm. because he's probably the most dominant in that position in terms of what he does, and yet there's more attributes to his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there are. You know, and, and you know, to, to, someone's going to yay, if, I mean, if, if anybody's familiar with Wilt's game, they'll say that guy couldn't shoot free throws either. He couldn't later in his mm-hmm. life. He was terrible. He was not bad early, but he was awful lately and, or later, and he didn't have much of a jump shot either. Wilt was the same guy. But Wilt also had an incredible defensive game, especially in his prime, and Shaq did too, but but Wilt was a better shot blocker. Yeah. At any rate, 8.30 here on the Blitz 1170. When we come back, I want you to hear a little bit of Pat Croft. He is the guy who's in charge of gambling, gambling CEO and entertainment CEO over there for the Cherokee, uh, Muskogee Creek Nation, pardon me, Muskogee Creek Nation, so it's River Spirit Casino. And they had the announcement of, of the new Gridiron Sports Bar area. So we'll set that up for you again. I want you to listen to a little bit of what Poplin, Jeremy Poplin, and, uh, of course, Kobe had yesterday on the show with Pop and Colby as they talked to him. And Jeremy asked him several really good questions, including, is this just a precursor for sports gambling? So we're going to hear a little bit more about that, hear about what that space is going to have, what some of the design is going to be like and where the ideas came from coming back in just a moment. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Triad Eye Institute because you are running out of time for the $3,600 LASIK special. Now, I, I've said before, you know, there will, will there be specials in 2024? Probably so. Do I know how much they'll be? I do not. I know there was a long time ago because I've had the opportunity to tell you about Triad for many years. Uh, they did my eye surgery almost well, coming up five on five years ago, and I've not worn glasses since. Mine was lens replacement. Painless, fast, easy. Uh, this is LASIK, which is the most performed eye surgery in America, and is actually even a little simpler. So again, painless, fast, easy. This this is a really good thing. But I know when I first started telling you about them, there were specials, but they were less than this. You know, things get more expensive. Times change. Right now, the special is thirty six hundred. On February first, it'll be more. You will pay more for LASIK as of February one. If you're even considering LASIK, don't wait. Yeah, there might be specials this year. I don't know what there'll be. Might be more than 3600 I don't know. All I tell you is that right now it's the least amount it will ever be. And you can get a free screening in Tulsa, McAllister, Bartlesville, Grove, Claremore, Pryor, Muskogee, any of those places. And you, you can qualify or ask to qualify for 0% financing, which would get you an opportunity to make it an even better deal. As I said, painless, simple, easy. Dr. Ryan Connolly, a fellowship-trained cornea expert, does your surgery right here in Tulsa. I promise you it's fantastic. Throw the glasses away. Throw the contacts away. Don't ever worry about it again. Call 918-252-2020. It's 918-252-2020. So you can see more of 2024 with Triad Eye Institute. The Blitz 1170 stream is brought to you by Duck Creek Casino, your hometown casino. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. 
Oklahoma State hosts TCU tonight at 8 o'clock in GIA. You can listen to that as well as the 7 o'clock pregame here on the Blitz 1170. Both teams are coming off of close losses over the weekend. The Pokes are still searching for that first Big 12 win. And the first edition of the Red River Rivalry is tonight at the Lloyd Noble Center. 11th ranked Oklahoma will host the Texas Longhorns. Tip-off for that one is at 8 o'clock. And the Tennessee Titans are finalizing a deal to make the Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan their next head coach. Replacing Mike Vrabel, Callahan would be the sixth head coach in franchise history. In Callahan's career, he has worked with quarterbacks like Matt Stafford, Derek Carr, and Joe Burrow. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Blitz 1170 weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It is a foggy commute. The temperatures are mostly above freezing across most of the area. Still a couple of residual slick spots, so use some caution. Later today, rain starts to move back into the area. High temperatures will be topping out near 40 later this afternoon. Tomorrow, a leftover shower. Highs tomorrow, upper 40s. We'll be in the mid-50s Thursday with rain chances returning Friday. From the Bob Mills Weather Center, I'm Nissan 6's Alan Crown. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. Always like hearing from you. 838 here on the Blitz 1170. That is Bryce Hulse in the other room. I'm Rick Corey. We're in the Tulsa Oilers hockey studio. By the way, remember the Oilers have Star Wars night on the 26th. First thousand fans get a free space sword. (laughs) The opponent in that one is the Idaho Steelheads. Then on the 27th, it's Scooby-Doo night. First thousand kids get a free youth jersey. And I don't know, have you seen the Scooby-Doo jersey? If not. I saw it on their website the other day. Now you can buy the uh, you know authentic if you will, mm-hmm. and it's a little costly because you know hockey mm-hmm. sweaters are, but man is it cool! <laughs> it look like a mystery van or something. What's going on? It's it's Scooby Doo. It is okay. completely Scooby Doo. I love they do these things. It's minor league hockey. You want to watch hockey and that's fun, and you want to support your team, but you got to make it fun. You know, it's like the Drillers having you know Marvel Night and those kinds of things, and that Scooby Doo jersey is fantastic. So any kid, I think you're going to have a great night. And then it's Family Fun Day on the 28th. You can skate with the players because you can do that, right, on the good old Sunday Fun Day. Family Fun Day, the 28th, skate with the players after the game as they take on Idaho once again in that one as uh, this Sunday here on the Blitz 1170. All right, 839, we told you, you know, yesterday about River Spirit and about what they were doing out there at what's going to be their Gridiron Sports Bar. Pat Croft is the CEO of gaming and other enterprises for the Muskogee Creek Nation. Jeremy Poplin and Colby had him on yesterday on the show with Pop and Colby. Really good get for them to have him on. And Pat here is talking. Jeremy asks him, you know, when you look at a thing like this and you design a thing like this, you've got a huge area there where the buffet used to be. That's where it's going to go. We're talking about giant TVs, one that's uh, 53 yards wide, or feet wide, pardon me. That's the width of a football field, wide, and it's 14 feet tall. And that's surrounded by another 70, another out many 70-inch screens. There are going to be over 100 televisions in this thing. Going to be over 100 seats at the bar. There's going to be a private place you can have for a VIP club. There's going to be a private place you can rent for banquets or activities. It's going to be fantastic. But Jeremy asked, you know, when you're starting to build this, you have all this space. What do you tell the architects and builders? You just tell them, hey, throw it all at us. Let's see what happens. Here's his answer. They came forward with some ideas. You know, we noodled it with them. Just kept, uh, like you say, the sky the sky is the limit if you can think of it. 
they can fabricate it, they can build it, and then and they're doing that. It's it's uh it's just going to be like I said, it's going to be the place to be. It's going to be a spectacular viewing area, and it, it will be done this summer. It'll be mm-hmm. we're looking for target the first of July, so it'll be open for the Summer Olympics. If people want to come down and watch the Summer Summer Olympics, like I said, we have over 50 large screen TVs, three large video walls. Uh, lots of viewing opportunities. So uh, if you want to watch sports, this is going to be the place to do it. Well, and I think it's a interesting time, right, even in the sports world here locally with what's happening with what we've seen with you know, Oklahoma going to the SEC and kind of broadening the landscape of a uh, sports fan here in our own state. It's, uh, it's a really unique time just for sports in general in this state, and I think that this is perfect timing for you guys to, to jump into something like this. Oh, it is. People, Oklahoma is a very sports-centric. I mean, it's it's just a, it's a natural for the, you know what people like to do around here, and we we just wanted to offer something. This this is, if not the largest, it'll be one of the one of the largest sports viewing areas in the state. Like I said, the the, the area that we're developing is over fourteen thousand square feet. I mean, it's going to, where there's seating for over one hundred and fifty people. Uh, we're, we're building, uh, we put in a new kitchen area to serve them. We'll have a fairly extensive menu, not not just bar food, but a lot of a lot of other offerings out of our kitchen. And so it's going to be a great place not only to watch sports, but it'll be a great place to get, get something to eat also. I think what's really cool about this is uh, Pat Crofts joins us here on the Blitz 1170, CEO of Muskogee Nation Gaming Enterprises, is that the area that it's in where the buffet was, where Visions was, uh, kind of gives you an opportunity because of its placement, Pat, where how, how often can you think of where you have a renovation project like this happening that's really not going to be a major disruption to the existing operation that you already have in place there at River Spirit Casino Resort? It's kind of it's off in its own area right now, and it's not while all of this big project is happening, it's not going to be too invasive on the guest or to the patrons that want to come in and just enjoy themselves. Yeah, that's right. There's there's absolutely no no uh, disruption of our existing operations. Uh, it's it's a unique area. It's it's sec- it's cordoned off right now with uh, construction walls. Uh, the construction walls will be coming down soon, where people can walk around the area that used to be a corridor. But uh, there will still be construction walls up, and uh, the firm. The firm that's doing this, they they prefab everything in their in their uh, in their their own fabrication shops, and they'll bring it in, but and by the truckload and, and put it in. It's kind of modular, where they build everything, palletize it, bring it in, and it goes up almost overnight. So, but you're absolutely right. There's there is no disruption to our current customers. That's that's very very unique for you know renovations like this. If there's one thing that I know from the amount of time that I've spent out there, and I know that this is a sense of pride all the way from uh, Principal Chief David Hill all the way down through almost every single employee, is that um, there's so much pride out there in this being the premier entertainment destination, not just for Tulsa, but I think in the region. And I think that this hammers that home, that when you guys say it, there's one thing to say it, there's another thing to say it and then go out and prove it. This is another step in that process. Oh, absolutely. You know, we're, we're really sparing no expense. It's going to be a top-notch, you know, first-class venue. And it's like I said, when people see it, they'll, they will see it. And you're right, we're not going to do anything that downgrades River Spirit Casino Resort. It's, 
is definitely a premier resort. Uh, everybody that comes here just loves it and talks about it. People come here for conventions. They talk about it. They come back. Uh, they refer friends. So, yeah, we're, we're absolutely doing it top of the line. Pat, final one from me, and I, I do have to ask this, uh, given the ever-changing landscape of what's happening here across the country in terms of sports betting, um, is this just a first step potentially in the process if we were to ever get to that point here in the state? Oh, absolutely. This this would be the logical place to put in sports betting, uh, you know, with the, the video walls and the area and everything. And we're hoping, you know, we're hoping sports betting is, is approved sometime soon. We get we get asked about it a lot by our customers, and this would be the perfect venue for it. So if and when it happens, we're ready. And I think that's the important part. I had a buddy that texted me and said, just question mark with the, the story from, from the Tulsa world on this. And I said, hey, more than anything else, right, depending on when it happens, they've already got one of the best places in the entire state, if not the best place in the entire state that's already built, and they're ready to go. They're ready to launch the minute this, this would happen. So this is part of strategic planning, at least to me, while also on the entertainment side, just providing one of the best places to go. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're spot on. I mean, we, it's going to be a great venue. Uh, when sports betting comes, that'll just be one more step one more amenity that we can offer, but we're, we're definitely ready. That's Pat Cross with uh, the CEO of gaming for the folks over at the Muskogee Creek Nation. Jeremy was just in here in his uh, Niners jacket. That's a good-looking Niners jacket, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Nice job on the interview. And, you know, one of the things we're hoping is that there'll be a broadcast area out there. I mean, they go out there, he and Colby, on Thursdays during the NFL. And it would be really nice to have a little broadcast area out there, which we hope is coming along. I mean, in the size of what they're going to do, that would be cool, too, because... I mean, come on. <laughs> where where else would you imagine if that were in place for the Super Bowl, which oh, it will gosh. be next year? Yeah, at this time next year, they'll be promoting on the air. My guess is the world's biggest or the Tulsa's ever biggest ever Super Bowl party, mm-hmm. and it'll finally be a venue big enough to hold it. You know, there was a time when when uh, believe it or not, if you'd never been there, the horse track at Tulsa, yeah, the racetrack there, uh, which is now a parking lot but the the gaming center there <laughs> mm-hmm. they that's a large area and they used to do some watch parties and they were actually really good they were fun uh you had an opportunity to go in there and there was a ton of televisions and it was a big space but this is going to be nicer and it may still be over there i'm not sure at the expo but this is going to be nicer just because of you know the money that the tribe is going to put into it anyway that's a small kind of a view if you will and the tribes are like disney when they say they're going to be done by July, they're going to be done by July. <laughs> no ifs and buts about no, it. Right? No, 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 no. I mean, you can say what you want to say about construction. It normally can drag out, you know, and this is what they want done by July 1. And my guess is by July 1, that puppy will be open mm-hmm. uh, because they don't they don't mess around. 848 on the Blitz 1170. If you have some reaction to that, what you think of it, 918-262-5072. We had an earlier reaction from Rachel on our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line who said, oh, I can't wait for this. This is great. I've been waiting for a place to go watch. And we mentioned you can go to a Louis around town or a Middleton's or over uh, to the you know, to Ted Andrus's bar right across the street from the BOK. You can go to any of those places. I think McNally's even does some of that. You can go to any place like that and watch it. But this is a, kind of dedicated to doing that, if you will. Yeah. And so it's a different monster, in my opinion. So I think it's really kind of cool. It's 848 on the Blitz 1170. Back to close it up next here with Bryce Hulse on the Blitz. Don't look now, but the Blitz is on TikTok.
Follow along at the Blitz 1170. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Tonight, the Oklahoma City Thunder will host the Portland Trailblazers. The last time these two teams met, the Thunder cruised to an historic 62-point win, its largest in franchise history. Oklahoma State is or Oklahoma City rather is seven and two against the bottom five teams in the West. Tip-off is at seven o'clock. Last night, the Philadelphia 76ers Joel Embiid made history as he scored seven, 70 points in his team's 133 to 123 victory over the Spurs. He became the ninth player in NBA history to eclipse the 70-point mark and broke Wilt Chamberlain's franchise record of 68 points. And it is currently unknown whether the 49ers will have wide receiver Debo Samuel for the NFC Championship game. They did get relatively good news, however. Coach Shanahan said Monday that imaging did not show another break in Samuel's shoulder, which leaves the possibility for a turn open. The 49ers host the Lions for the conference championship Sunday at 530. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holst on the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. Some of you have done that today. We appreciate it. Our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. Remember, we're going to get up in the 40-degree, 40-41-degree range today. A lot of hopefully melting. We had a lot of it last night. A lot of heavy fog this morning. So hopefully things are better. We trend maybe back into the 50s, which will feel like 90. You know, yeah. so it'll be there'll be people going. It's awfully hot. <laughs> Nature will be healing. That's just the way it is, right? All right. So we I I mentioned Rodney Terry and the horns down, right? We all know what happened, and we all know what's what's happened. And you know, we don't do that. We don't jump up and down. And then they come and they pull off their big win, and they jump up and down. Of course you do. Don't say that. Yeah. I mean, that's silly. So of course yesterday, as Porter Mosier was finishing up all his interviews. Someone finally asked him. <laughs> and you can tell. Listen to what Porter says here. They say, what do you think about that whole thing with Rodney Terry and the horns down? By the way, he and Rodney Terry know each other fairly well. They recruited against each other in some venues, and that's what you can expect, right? Mm-hmm. So they've been around together, and they know each other pretty well. So here's the answer to the question. Hey, what do you think about that? I knew I was going to get asked this sometime today. It's my last question through four interviews. So it is. I was surprised it didn't happen earlier. So, um, you know, I, I'm really going to kind of stay out of it. I heard some comments. Uh, I heard Coach Sampson talk about it's in the the Texas fight song that OU sucks. I heard that in the in the um, in Coach Sampson's comments. So I, it's definitely a part of it. We felt it there last year when we played. Holy cow! Did we ever feel it um, there? Uh, I know that lyric is only in. I did a little research. It's only in when we play Texas. They altered the, the, the that lyric um, when you play te- the OU uh, Texas game. So. Um, you know, I, I don't really want to get dragged into it. I know for us, um, we're excited about this game tomorrow, but uh, I know it's a part of it on both fan bases. So let's just let's just not let's just say what it is. I mean, they get it here, we get it there. I've been at the Red River Rivalry where it's half and half, and walking around the fairgrounds. I mean, it's both sides are giving it to each other. So you just hopefully, what you just hope for is it stays safe. That it stays, you know, that uh, a, a great rivalry. You know, and no one crosses the line in that grave rivalry. That's what you hope for. You know, you don't want to put, you know, everybody sit there and like this in the rivalry. It's, it's awesome. I've read, I'm at Red River the last couple of years, man. It's awesome. I've been there in their, their new arena last year. Awesome. All right. So both fan base, passionate. We're going to give it to each other. Just not crossing each other's lines. Well put. Well said. Yeah. Which guy would you rather have in charge of your team? Rodney Terry or Porter Mosier? Porter Mosier. I, I would. I mean, yeah. And not only he can coach too. Yes, that's important. Mm-hmm. But, 
He's right. I mean, hey, look, I didn't want to get dragged into it, but I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and the fact that he's honest enough to go, I knew this was going to happen. I knew it's going to get asked. <laughs> and you didn't know. Well, yeah, and he, he reacts the same way that you would expect, right? I mean, just, hey. Same way you should. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That These are rivals. Like, you should expect this kind of thing, and it's fine. It's what college sports is all about, as long as you don't cross certain lines. But he did his research, too, to find out that they'd only changed <laughs> yeah. the lyric for the, for Texas. Yeah, but for anybody in Texas to think that's always the OU fight song, please. Now, right. the people at A&M, those idiots, named their entire fight song after Texas, which I think <laughs> is still the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I've heard a lot of dumb things. Having the other school in your state who is your rival in your fight song all the time, in my opinion, is horrendously dumb. Now, the actual fight song without the words, I like. I've heard the Boston Pops perform it, Ooh. believe it or not. I was down there at a Boston Pops concert when my daughter used to work at the uh, area where they do their uh, – they actually have big names plays coming through like the PAC has. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, she'd worked down there for many years uh, as, at, when she was an undergrad. And so I'd been to down there once, and I saw the Boston Pops, which was really cool. And But then they played the, the Aggie Warham, and the roof almost came down. <laughs> so without the words, it's fine. Add the words, and it's stupid. Oklahoma <laughs> was smart enough to realize, we don't need to do that, you know, and so they did it just for the Texas game. But thank yeah. goodness for Porter Mosier and being exactly what he's supposed to be. All right, we don't have much time, but you had an inter interesting thing about Lane Kiffin and a link about Ohio State. Yeah, Lane Kiffin uh, shared a link on Twitter about Ohio State spending $13 million and counting in NIL money, an attempt to field an elite roster. That was from Gridiron Heroics. So is Lane Kiffin doing this as a way to kind of take a shot at the Oxford Collective or just taking a shot at Ohio State of, yeah, you have to buy your team? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really both. sure which way is it. Or both. Yeah, why not? I mean, you obviously have Judkins that went to Ohio State from Ole Miss. So and maybe, the, you know, maybe. And look, I think we all understand. Quinshawn Judkins was a guy, if you've read anything about him, he's about him. Yeah. He's not about a school. He's a locker he's, room issue. Yeah, he's, a, a lot of them. he's about the name on the back, not the name on the front. And we can say that that's an old cliche that some people hate. But look, that's the whole idea is you better be in it for the collective. And he never was. Yeah. And when I say collective, I mean <laughs> not money. Not the, I mean no. people. Right? He's about that collective. Yeah, right. He is about that one. Uh, and so maybe he's a little irritated by that. Maybe that's a shot at Ole Miss. Maybe it's a combination of the two. You know, we'll see. Anyway, I you got to like it when Lane Kiffin's involved in really anything. And I can't wait for the SEC. That's going to do it for us. Remember the, the show with Pop and Colby, 3 to 6. Dan Patrick next, followed by Rich Eisen. We'll see you tomorrow for a Wednesday here on the Morning Blitz.